Quitters never give up. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. <laughs> Very funny. What's happening? Is there happening? Is there things happening? Oh, you look so cute sitting there doing absolutely fucking nothing. Well, welcome to Quitters Never Give It Up, episode 56. I'm Christopher Rosales. With me, as always, is Edwin, Yo. Jennifer Sunshine, Lindsay in her car. Uh, shall we start today? today's show off with the listener almost famous story? Yeah. All right, so let's bring on our listener, Stu. Uh, we're hiding his identity because of the redneck mafia. Welcome, listener Stu. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So can you tell us about your almost famous story with Bill Engvall? Uh, yeah. So um, not a uh, long time ago uh, in high school, I went over one night to uh, meet, a, meet a friend's family and walked in the door. And there is the comedy man. But I didn't know he was the comedy man because I've only heard his voice. So I ended up having an entire dinner with him, not knowing it was him, and only found out about two years later. So nothing at the... Obviously, this was a trailer park, right? Because it's the Redneck Comedy Tour. There's like a broken TV holding up a regular TV and, you know, possums in the stew. None of that gave you gave away that it was uh, Bill Engvall? No, no. Uh, in fact, it was a very, very nice Southern California home with tile floors and tons of Christmas decorations. So you you wouldn't expect it. And I for, for years I had driven by this home and never knew that the house with the crazy Christmas decorations was the guy that would be here's your sign. So Christmas decorations, this had to be July, right? Because this is actually they were up for quite a long time, so it could have been. Okay. Can you say I'm Batman? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Do you bleed? <laughs> Did you go back and get like an autograph or anything, a picture, something? No, several years later, I saw him perform in another city, and there was a meet and greet afterwards, and I went up to meet him, and he had no clue who I was. Oh, he didn't remember well. No. All right. That's our almost famous story. Exciting. Take that Beans friend who met uh, the queen the other day. Screw that. Who was almost in Notting Hill. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Shall we do the flashback that needs no introduction? Yeah. I got a three-parter here today, guys. This afternoon, Kevin and Bean Cinco de la Tarde, we have to tell you about something called the Slap Chop. Mm. The Slap Chop. Which I just ordered, up just ordered my Did Slap you? Chop oh, I'm excited yesterday. For you. Cannot wait to get my hands on the Slap Chop. Ralph is an infomercial whore and will buy anything that they put an infomercial on. Anything about. that's good, which is most things. Do you not have salad because it's too hard to make? Here's the slap chop. <laughs> Come on, really? How hard is it to something. make? It's a lot easier to make with the slap chop, that's for sure. <laughs> and we're also I, getting... you get a you get a, some lettuce and a knife and a bowl, and I'll get some lettuce and some ingredients and the slap chop, and we'll see who makes the salad quicker. Uh, plus, don't forget the new uh, Burton oh, snowboard. Fine. Sure, ignore me. Yeah, sure. We're giving away at uh, sure. 7, 11, Try to turn your back on the slap chop. I will not have it. And you then know, in the 5 I... o'clock hour, we're going to give away a trip for two to Telluride, Colorado to go snowboarding. Was cutting an onion over the holidays and sliced my thumb open. See, Lisa? You and wouldn't have that problem with the slap chop. with the slap chop. You wouldn't be crying oh, either. I would have killed to have that. <laughs> so let's go back to the K-Rock snowboards, right? 
So uh, let's see. I started dating Brandon 10 years ago and he, I don't know, he had a myriad of snowboards. One of them was a K-Rock snowboard. And I'm like, how in the hell did you get that snowboard? He's like, I don't know. Someone gave it to me. Uh, whatever. I think it's long gone by now, but man, I, had I known, I would have saved that goddamn snowboard. Okay, next one. Approach the killers and more. Although if Ralph has his way, we'll spend the next hour just selling slap chops. That's all you need. You don't need music. You don't need, you need all you need is the slap chop. Ralph is uh, obsessed with items that are sold on TV. He is because a Because they're great. He's a sucker for that. Not a sucker. They are wonderful, wonderful products. Products that you can't buy anywhere but on television. First of all, or television the, as seen on TV store. Television is yeah. great, and then they do the favor by showing you the latest and greatest in technology. Here's some that my man Ralph has uh, purchased in the last couple of days. You want to keep warm when you're feeling chilled, but you don't want to raise your heating bill. Blankets are okay, but they can slip and slide. Yes, they can. And when you need to reach for something, your hands are trapped inside. Oh. Now, there's the Snuggie. <laughs> Come on. If you're, if you're using a regular blanket, you might as well be in a straitjacket. <laughs> are, really, are you really trapped under yes. a blanket? Yes. <laughs> really? It's, it's as if you're in some sort of concentration camp when you're Ralph, using you a regular really blanket. you didn't really buy the Snuggie, though, did Snuggie you? Snuggie was the hit of the holiday season at my house. Mom Haven't and my wife... Both People have been using blankets snuggies. for thousands of no. years, and they've been ah, fine. Trapped. Sure. Trapped. But what if your blanket had sleeves so that your arms could stay warm yet still be free to Sucker's roam? It's called a coat. Sucker no, born every minute. you don't wear a coat while you're on sitting couch? on your couch reading. I got a Beef snuggie like as Eskimo. well. Lisa's got a snuggie. And I love it. I'm sure Lisa has this next one as well. Pets all across America are now putting up their paws because they want to get petty paws. Yeah. Sure. I looked at that. I'm thinking about I it. I know you How, are. Do you petty, have it? The petty paw gently files away your pet's long nails as opposed to the harsh clipping, which can aggravate the sensitive tissue and in, the, you, in the nail. if you cut away the nail, you can build a new one with Mighty Putty. Hi, Billy Mays here for Mighty Putty. Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. Okay, so that's all. This is all items all on my shelves. All on my shelves. And I'm happy with every, each and every purchase. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. All right, now this latest <laughs> one is the slap chop. Oh, and the return of Vince from ShamWow fame. This is the Vince dude that can sell Ralph anything. Is this a new item, Ralph? As far as I know, I was turned on to it by a K-Rock listener. It's, but it's, it's an old, it's just a food chopper, right? No, it just chops Kevin, food. That's it. There are other food choppers on the market, right. but none like the Slap Chop. That's what I'm telling you. This Hi. one is super convenient. Hi, it's Fitz with Slap Chop. You're going to be in a great mood all day because you're going to be slapping your troubles away with the Slap Chop. Now, look, here's a potato. One slap, you got big chunks for stews. Two slaps, home fries in a second. And look at this. But you add a mushroom, the more you do it, the finer it gets. You don't have to switch any blades. Now, you love salad. You hate making it. You know you hate making <laughs> salads. That's why you don't have any salad in your diet. Watch this. One slap, salad. I'll okay. One I slap, salad. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You'll be happy all day because you'll be slapping I'm your troubles I'm not going to be happy away. all you day. Will be. I'm happy all day when I slap a different way. No, you don't but use not, the slap chop for that. But not the slap chop. You don't have salad in your diet because it's too hard to make. How hard is it to make a salad? It's easier to make it with a slap chop. I'll tell you that much. I love pizza too, but once in a while, get the veggies in. At least throw it on top of the pizza. You're going to change your eating habits. Soup, coleslaw, stuff you want. Five seconds. Four or five seconds. It's How much of a rush are you in to get soup with vegetables? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Slap. <laughs> I mean, really, you got to cut it down to five seconds? I kick your ass. Look. You get a knife and some vegetables. <laughs> I'll get the slap chop, and we'll see who goes faster. I'm not yep. saying it couldn't go faster. I'm saying how fast do you need to go? Faster. What kind of rush are you in? Got it all. It's done. This thing, this tuna, looks boring. 
Stop having a boring tuna. Stop, stop having, having a boring, boring life. Okay, now I've stop, always said that. Stop, stop having, having a boring, boring tuna. tuna. Are we yeah. still talking about food? Yes. Stop. <laughs> stop having a boring life. He says That's you have right. a boring life because Without you're tuna. Chop you do, but you're looking to tuna for excitement. Add this tuna, Whoa. put it here like this. Now you're gonna have a nice tuna salad. Look at this. You're gonna have an exciting life now. Okay, now yes. I'm gonna have an exciting life. Yes, That's you gonna will. give me an exciting life. I know a good tuna sandwich puts me in a good mood. Look, here's a hard boiled egg. One shot, you add the pickle, you add the green onion. And what you can do, you can mix things together. You add the ham, and you're gonna love this. You don't have time to make breakfast. Breakfast to go. You're gonna love my nuts. Watch this. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. You're gonna love my nuts. Right. Let me, let me ask see this my nuts. Ralph. You should see my nuts at home. <laughs> let let me ask this question, Ralph. If you had not seen the slap chop on the television commercial, if you had just come across it in the store one day, would you have be this excited about it? Never would you have seen the years. beauty of the infomercial. You see it in the store, you see it on a shelf or in a box, go, mm, that might be an interesting item. I don't know. How does it work? Vince shows me how the slap chop operates. Now yeah. I know. Now Most it's complicated directions. It's been demonstrated to me the value of the slap chop. Vince, this dude on TV, can sell Ralph anything. He can sell you <laughs> dog poop, like and he would convince you you need it, and you would order it right that second. Well, he's Billy showing May, 20 ways to use it. Billy May and, and Vince are my personal lords and saviors, yes. <laughs> It just seems like maybe you're a little bit of a sucker for the way they put these infomercials together. That's all. It doesn't matter what the product is. They sell you because they're so good at it. Is Almonds, it walnuts. Comes with a cover. So you can do everything in the cover. All right? Or you can do it on the board. Whatever you'd like. So easy. One finger. If I can do it with one finger, you guys can do it with your whole hand. Kids can do it. You know what they charge at the ice cream stores? A dollar for toppings at the ice cream store. All right, I'll take it. Stop yelling at me. Yeah, now it looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> you take an Oreo and I you put in the slap job and you've got a topping for your ice cream in five seconds. I want to buy it so he'll stop shouting at me. That's what I want. <laughs> Whatever just to it shut takes. Up. Whatever Add reason. a couple cookies if you want. So you can make it for 10 cents. Stop throwing your money away. You know, not only nuts. What about fruit? Put okay. a mango. Let me guess. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful on your ice cream? The reason you're going to slap away every day is because it's so easy to clean. One, two, and pops Boom. open like that, like a butterfly to clean. Open now, these other ones that you've seen in the stores, bacteria gets in the food. How many butterflies have you cleaned? <laughs> All the stores have this. You can't clean it. You can't open this up. It's worthless. Forget about it. Now, take the slap chop. Put it back together, and you get the garlic. All right, here's the garlic with the skin. There you go. So right. These skins the garlic. Please stop You're going to eat now. more garlic. The onions with the skin. All, All right, right, this is making you cry. You're making me cry. All right, life's hard enough as it is. You don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> That's right. You don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> it's He's... terrible when you cry when you're cutting onions. Here's the thing. Lisa is... almost opened a vein this holiday Seriously. season cutting an onion. Put the slap chop right All there. Right. The skin's at the bottom. Hey, look, so you want a little bit of onions? You don't want to drag out the food processor? The skin comes right off. You see that? All right, okay. now put a tomato in there. Okay. Add your cilantro, your All hot right. peppers right there. All right. Like this. We'll buy it. We'll Guys, we're going to make America skinny again. Yep. You're going to make America skinny again. You will use more fresh fruits and vegetables with the slap chop. I guarantee okay. it. I, if, if, you, if we can stop hearing about it, I will also buy it. <laughs> I'm going to put the slap chop right on your We're going to make America skinny again. All right, so what as-seen-on-TV products have you guys had? Wait, we got a message from listener Stu. Listener oh, yeah? Stu apparently has owned most of these products. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Stu. Can we get listener Stu back on? I'm back here. Sorry, I, I, I was in the green room. So, listener Stu, which products yeah. did you own? Uh, on that list, I think I own all of them except the Mighty Putty. The, the slap top is actually not easy to clean. I can tell you that. Your nuts get stuck in it every time. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Mighty Putty did you not want? Um, buying it. That, 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 would be the, that would be the biggest no-sell right there. Uh, I, I have my own putty. 
But you know, you I could... had the slap chop and it broke. I used the mighty putty to fix it. Oh. <laughs> all right. What about slanket or snuggy? Out of snuggy. Snuggy all the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had. Okay, I don't know if it was that scene on TV, but it was a little can opener, and you would just put it on the can, and it would just go around the can itself to open it and kind of wiggle its way around the can. I think that was the only thing I had. Oh, and then now we had the ShamWow too. Oh, wait, I have the egg one. You can put your eggs in a microwave, get hard boiled eggs. The egg wave. Yeah, I had that too. Okay, That's the I, only one I have. Are they in the shell or not in the shell? In the shell. And it makes hard a hard boiled egg. egg in the microwave? Yeah. And it doesn't explode? Yeah. Not All right, usually. cool. All right, guys. Now I think we have the final Thank on the Thank you, listeners, too. Thank you, Stu. You're welcome. Good morning, Ralph Garman. How are you today? I could not be better. Everything in the world is perfect. Wow. Wow. All the planets have aligned. All the stars are where they should be. Mm -hmm. God's in his green heaven looking down (laughs) on us. Based on who's not in the Super Bowl this year, I'm very surprised to hear you say that. I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) I do not speak of those things. (laughs) Good news. But all I know is yesterday, my, my spectacularly handsome mailman... Brought me a little package, and inside that package, mm-hmm. therein lie, yes, yeah. the slap chop. Suck it! Oh! I was chopping everything yesterday, <laughs> chopping things that even that didn't even need to be chopped. <laughs> Do you make a big salad? Like oh, I was eating so much more salad now because you know how pain in the ass it is to make salad. I normally well, don't make salad because otherwise. it's so difficult. Yeah. Well, not with the slap chop, my oh. friend. Mm. And it's... wait till you see my nuts. <laughs> Rather not. I was able to put uh, peanuts in there and cashews and. Boom. Chop nuts. Ralph, nuts. Ralph's a uh, sucker for all of the as-seen-on-TV products. I prefer to think of myself as an enthusiast. Okay. <laughs> as an infomercial enthusiast. Sure. And I got to tell you, Slap Chop is as advertised. And if you buy the Slap Chop, they throw in for free, for free, mind you, the Grady. But What's the Grady? Grady? The Grady is a, uh, a similarly designed cheese grater. It's the Grady. <laughs> <laughs> you know how tough it is to, to, when you're grating cheese for your for your parmesan for your pasta or whatnot. You mm-hmm. got to use that uh, big honking metal cheese grater. Sometimes yeah, it's, your knuckles scrape up against it when you get so down tough. towards the end of the, uh, the yeah. cheese block. So there. what does the grady do? They put the cheese in the grady, Lisa. Grated cheese. Really? Boom. God, wow. I might have to get one. Got to get wow. the grady. Damn it. It does sound good. The grady and the slap chop together. An unbeatable combination. Those two things are going to be in your closet someplace for life. Tell that to my s- wife yesterday. She made some fresh salsa for our uh, for our, our tacos. How, how many Tell that to her. How many different meals did you have yesterday just because you had the slap chop? 17, 40, 45. <laughs> like it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Slap wow. chop. Slap chop. All right. Slap chop makes the world better. That's okay. what I'm saying. All right. Make you happy. All right. Money was on one time, and he's the same as Ralph. He's a sucker for all those infomercials. And they were just going back and forth. Oh, did you get this? Did you get that? I think uh, you brought that in, Jen. Listener Stu messaged in said, what do you mean sucker? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then didn't they? Okay, so this kind of goes back. Maybe it goes back too far, but they had the ass scene on TV stuff. But then at certain, I want to say outlet places, then they had a whole store loaded with ass scene on TV stuff. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then now usually there's a section. I haven't been in two years, but. Uh, there used to be a section at Target that had like an end cap that had all the ass seen on TV stuff as well. And Bed Bath and Beyond too. They had a section oh, yeah? of ass seen on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It lives. It still lives. Well, all right. Let's do the week that was. 
Is there like a click sound on your mouse? I think that's his mouse. It's just the mouse and it's picked up in the mic. Is it? Well, that's my tribute to Bean. It always (laughs) is. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) One, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Our fucking day. About that. Okay, we're doing the week that was, March 7 to 11, 2011. Beer Mug volunteered to sit in for Psycho Mike as he was in rehearsals for Dancing with the Stars. So let's see how he did. First up is Dennis. He's a student at UCLA. Go Banana Slugs. I believe it's the Bruins. (laughs) Hey, Dennis, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Hey, good. And yourself? Well, we're doing fine. We just announced April Foolishness. You are about to be the first and for a short time only person who has tickets to our event. All you have to do is tell us who this person is. We'll play it for you just twice, and then you tell us what the name is. Here we go. See your fashion. Amazing. Jim Jeffries. Beer mug? Hello? Yes, you're yes, right. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, you have won tickets. You're first. We got a new guy in studio here, Mr. Announcer Man, so we're working out the the, the bugs. Usually we play the name backwards twice. We do, yeah. Our contestant was too good this time. He nailed it. Who's our next player? Next up is Ernie. He lives with a guy named Bert on Sesame (laughs) Street. Hey, Ernie, ready to play the hardest game in the world? Sure am. Good morning. Listen up. Jim Jeffries. No, nope, that was <laughs> the first nope, one. Nope, that, uh, Jim Je- that, that, that was right. All right, let's. That was this. your warm up. Here we go. Sorry, guys. Here we go. One on my hair. One more time. Uh, one more time. One on my hair. Ray Romano. Yeah, there you nice. go. Ray Romano. Well this done, game is, This game isn't hard at all, Mr. Announcer Man. What are you talking about? We're big fat liars. <laughs> okay, so Beer Mug, he starts off hot. I love that. He played the right way for Jim Jeffries, and he skipped the other way. Anyway, uh, Dr. Drew came on. Let's see how Beer Mug did mixing this audio. And I would also argue, uh, Dr. Drew, that uh, – can you ride the pot a little bit here, Beer Mug, please? I would also like to argue, Dr. Drew, that – I'm sorry, Dr. Drew. Mug is new at this. Turn turn Dr. Drew down when I'm talking a little bit, Mugs. Thank are we, you. Are we, is this thing on? Are we on the radio? Yeah, we're having a little bit of fe- feedback issue. Yeah. I just need doc- I just need uh, Mugs to know how to run it. That's all. I love Bean. He's getting mad, getting a little bit pouty, doing some passive-aggressive shout-outs to a beer mug. <laughs> I always love that. Okay, later in the week, here we go. It's the Friday show. Let's see how Mugs does with the opening montage. You're on. You're on. You're on the air right now. You're on. What it is is this. Beer mug, why am I not hearing Don't Bogart? Oh, yeah, <laughs> about that. What do you mean about that? It's oh, Friday. How are you? I was going to say something, hear... but I was untangling my headphones. I still have it. If you want it, it's not too late. <laughs> yes. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hit. I'm sitting here. You saw, you, you saw the note I put up telling you when to start it, right? And then you just let that go by. Oh, I just saw it just now. Oh, nice work. <laughs> Okay, mugs on fire. Dear Lord. Oh yeah, about that. <laughs> so that kind of became a coda for the show. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Just gonna start all our breaks like that today, yeah. thanks to Beer Mug. <laughs> about that. Wow, that's those are some big mistakes. Yeah, I even cut a couple out actually. It, it's um, good to see on Janky Town they got those all taken care of. 
Yeah, he, he's uh, really upped his game since then. In 2011, on The Celebrity Apprentice, Gary Busey was on. And we know how Kevin had been loved crazy. So let's just follow the story as it kind of went. This was from The Monday Show. Apparently, somebody claiming to be Gary Busey got a producer Alex on the phone a little while ago. What? Yes, somebody called and said that they were Gary Busey, and Alex had a long conversation. had no idea what the guy was talking about, which leads me to believe it probably was Gary Busey. But, I mean, he's one of the celebrities that I would absolutely believe would just randomly be calling up radio stations. Hold on! How did we not just cut into whatever we were doing live and put him on the air? Well, I think think Alex is going to source it and find out if it's really, in fact, him. And if it is, we're going to book him. We're going to have him on the show this week. Yeah, we're going to talk to him, but not today. You don't. You don't. Don't you don't harness the force of nature that is Gary Busey by booking and scheduling? You just you take him as he comes. It's like saying, "Oh no, no time for rain today, God. Just hold it up there in the skies. We're, we'll take your rain when we're ready for it." No, you must just let it flow over you. So it's uh, it's not a matter of convenience; it's a matter of urgency. If Gary Busey yes. has something to say, you let him say it. You give yes. him an open mic. Okay. Well, I didn't oh. know. So someone who said they were Gary Busey called in. Now, Alex, being responsible, said, okay, let, let's source this. Let's find out if it really is Gary Busey. And Ralph and Kevin Bean are like, nope, you should have put him right through. Okay, so let's go to the next one. Did or did not Mr. Gary Busey pick up the phone and call into the Kevin Bean show yesterday wanting to be on the radio? He did. Would you like the story? Or would you like your version of what happened? Oh, listen oh, to the attitude. See? Wow. You're yeah. like Qaddafi, man. You see things your way. Oh, the people love me. She's oh, got that short-timer attitude already. Now that she knows she's being fired, she's starting to be snippy. <laughs> so, so why wouldn't you let Mr. Busey on the air with us? Well, there was no proof that actually was Mr. Busey at the time. Here's what happened. So we had about 15 minutes left in the show, 9 o'clock hour, mm-hmm. and one of our trusty phone ops calls me and says, there's this guy who keeps calling the business line, and he says he's Gary Busey, but we're not sure. Now, a little background for the audience is we have people who call us all the time trying to get on Kevin and Bean with their own patent voice comedy, doing impressions, lying and saying they're celebrities. So we are We've always, done the same thing ourselves. Yeah, we are always skeptical. So I said, okay, you know, put him through. I'll talk to him. So she transfers this cell phone call. And the first minute is just sort of air and, like, paper. <laughs> like, okay, so hello, far hello? it sounds just like Busey. Right. right. So now we know for sure it's Busey. And then this... Because <laughs> he can't operate a phone. This, right. this uh, older gentleman with, like, a scruffy voice starts talking to me, and he's not really sure who he's calling. He just says, I want to talk to them, those guys. <laughs> oh, now we know for sure it's Busey. <laughs> and I was talking to him for a few minutes, one, just to make sure he said, you know, it actually was Gary Busey and the phone up uh, was, was correct, and mm-hmm. I got his phone number. And I said, look, we love the Celebrity Apprentice. We would love to talk to you. Let me just check this out with NBC, and then, you know, we'll call you back, and we'll set up an interview. He said, no problem. Also, you have to remember, he was quite polite and coherent, which was another reason that I (laughs) I honestly didn't think it was him for a minute. He didn't sound like the wacky Gary Busey on TV. Okay. So, Alex trying to be responsible, and she's taking flack for that. Oh, by the way, shout out to Lisa. She's like, we do that to other people. Call them, pretend to be someone else. Uh, Jerry Lewis, anybody? <laughs> Still, even if he's pretending, you got to let that through. Oh, exactly. It would have been just as fun if it was a guy pretending to be Gary Busey. This could have been the new Armenian comedian. You can't let that go through. Your, yeah, your so finger. anyway. But Alex is being responsible, so that's on her, I guess, for trying to do her job. Anyway, let's flip forward to the next one. Click that mouse and open your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Life's so hard they will start feeling Kevin and Cut the intro. What? What? What's going on? What? What's happening? I'm breaking in. 
with 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 breaking news. Yes. We'll All do right. we'll do the internet roundup another time. Ooh. Okay, that's that's fine. What's going on, right? Because right now we have to talk to the to the legendary Gary Busey. Yes! Gary Busey's on the phone. No way. He Gary Busey's back? on the phone. Gary's on the phone. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Well, first of all, thank thank you for calling. First and foremost, I'd like to say how big of a fan I have been for years, and I'm so glad to finally be on the Soylent Green show. (laughs) (laughs) It's Kevin and Bean, but that's okay. We'll take it. Gary, have you heard heard us talking about you this week, talking about how we heard that you'd phoned in earlier in the week and how upset we were that they didn't put you immediately on the air? Well, I, I... I truly understand. I am Gary Busey. The phone has stopped ringing as much as it used to. But I have been uh, hearing little birds here and there telling me uh, about this uh, K-Rock show and what they've been doing on the K-Rock show. Yeah, we, we have well, been raving about you, Gary. We're, we have we're been big raving. fans. It's all it's it's absolutely one hundred percent true. And my only fear now is that if you don't win Celebrity Apprentice, there'll be no reason to watch it because I'm I'm out. Once you're not on that show anymore, you're the best thing going on that program. Well, that's what I've been trying to tell them. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they'll listen, but sometimes Donald Trump doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. G- Gary, how how act how active are you these days? How much work are you doing? Are you doing a- much acting anymore? Uh, I act every day at Monkey Blood. <laughs> <laughs> what that what that basically means is I can throw my own excrement and then vaporize it. <laughs> <laughs> See, why doesn't this guy have a show? He needs his own damn show. So does it, uh, I mean, do, you're flying your freak flag uh, proudly, though, Gary. I mean, you are crazy. You admit that, and you love it. It seems like you're having the time of your life with the way you live your life. I am 106% Gary Busey. All the time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. That's what I pride myself on doing. And there's been people out there, imitators. There's been fakers. There's been belly acres. I'll tell you what, Gary Busey gets up every morning, one leg at a time, just like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) When uh, when you see a guy like Charlie Sheen, who gets momentary fame from going off the rails a little bit, is it kind of insulting to you that he's biting your act? I'm the original Charlie Sheen. That's true. (laughs) What few people know is that I taught Charlie Sheen everything he knows. I taught Martin Sheen everything he knows. (laughs) Any other Sheens you've touched? (laughs) That's true. That is very true. <laughs> Gary, Gary, why did you decide you wanted to do Celebrity Apprentice this season? I'll be honest. I'd say the phone wasn't ringing so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I thought a chance to work with Michael Jackson was going to be a great opportunity. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. What a disappointment. <laughs> Because it ended up being Latoya, not Michael. They've been calling him by his African name, Latoya, but I know Michael when I say No, it's, uh, it's, the, it's, it's his sister, actually, Gary. Now, I, I know that there's there's some things you can't reveal because those episodes haven't aired yet, but who did you find yourself getting close to? Who did you really like on the cast that you enjoyed spending time with? i tell you what, uh, that beautiful, fine, young, delicate lady, David Cassidy, was really nice. <laughs> But ever ever since he's been off the show, Jose Canseco wants to spoon every night. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a big guy. you got to do what he says. Well, you get lost in those big blue eyes. <laughs> sure, sure. Ralph, is there any fear in your mind that this isn't Gary Busey, that this may be some guy doing an incredible Gary Busey impression? Uh, there wasn't until now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, you're the real Oscar-nominated Gary Busey, the actor, right? 
I'll tell you, back in 1944, when the Holy Spirit reached into my mother and named me William Gary Busey, there's only been one time that that's happened. And I dropped the William, and it's history ever since. Yeah. What What would you like to do next now that your profile has been raised yet again with Celebrity Apprentice? Is there any particular job you'd like to have, Gary? That if you could pick, if you could pick your job in Hollywood right now, what would you be doing? Well, it was real nice working with uh, that Patrick Swayze character and uh, Keanu Reeves. I'd like to do another Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd all be down for that. I think so too. Utah, give me two. Yes. Line from the show. Yes, it is. Yeah, classic yes, line it is. from that. Yes, yes, it is. All right. I don't. I want it. To, I want it to be Gary Ralph, but I'm just telling you, I have my doubts. Really? I do have my. I do have my doubts on whether or not it's Gary or not. Well, if it's not, he's an excellent person. He's a fantastic Gary Busey. I will tell you that, and he's I love saying, him so much. I want little, it to be true. You're afraid he sounds a little too rational. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. He he's the funniest guy we've had on our show in a month. That's my concern. You know what I mean? I do. It sounds like a pro, hey, Gary. How? Something. Uh, yes, please do. You know, your shadow, I'll, I'll say this to Charlie Sheen, your shadow, the dark side, C.G. Hume writes about it, in terms of the fact that every one of us has a dark side, and my dark side, my shadow, my lower companion is now in the back room blowing up balloons for kids at parties. <laughs> All right, now I'm in. It's yeah, Gary Busey. Now, now, yeah. now I'm in. Gary, um... You got to come in and spend some time with us in studio. We would love so much if you would do that, so we could explore more of the mind that is Gary Busey. Do you think your schedule might permit that in the next few weeks? Uh, the next few weeks, uh, like I said, I, who can reveal what's going to happen on Celebrity Apprentice? Lose is not in my vocabulary. I'm okay. a winner. I've always been a winner. And Donald Trump, the first time I met him, he had this beautiful orange aura glowing, uh, floating above his head, and I knew right then that I was going to be a winner. Well, that's that <laughs> certainly answers my question. <laughs> well, when it's all over, we'll have you on and we'll talk all about it, Gary. All right. There's a few times that uh, I could be around the station. I've got a laundromat that I frequent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right here, Eric. Uh, all right. Well, I hope that's true. Uh, if it's you, it's an absolute thrill to talk to you on the Kevin and Bean Show. I'm so glad you called again, and let's keep in touch. All right, buddy? Thank you very much. Kevin and Bean, world-famous K-Rock. All right. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, Gary Busey, right there. This is what I miss about live radio. Someone would call the business line from Kevin and Bean. I'm Gary Busey. I want to come on. Alex checked it. It was him. And then he calls in just right in the middle of Internet Roundup. It was yeah. him? It was him. Yeah, I Alex think so. checked it. She called NBC. She got his cell phone. It was his cell phone number. She confirmed it with NBC. It was the real Gary Busey. And, but, of course, Bean has to be a contrarian. Well, if this is Gary Busey. <laughs> He was promoting um, the Apprentice show that he was going to be on. Yeah, he was on the Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. Okay. And it so already like... aired. I think on Sunday nights it was on. So it's a Sunday night. It was on Monday. They're talking about it. He calls the business line, and I think Wednesday was when he actually called in in the middle of Internet Roundup. So just that fast, just a few days. Wow. Because um, in 2008 he was on. It was Dr. Drew's whatever the addiction show that he did. And Gary Busey was there. He was already, I think, re recovered alcohol, whatever he was at the time. So he thought he was going on the addiction show to be like a mentor and to be one of the doctors and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. Yeah, they I mentioned that. that. They're like, yeah. we love this guy. Yeah. And then he heard him talking about him. Like he said, some little birds. I guess people told him they're talking <laughs> about you on Kevin and Bean and he called in. So I think he'll be on more in the future, but that, that was the first week 
that this whole thing happens. <laughs> like I said, I love where he just calls in. Next thing you know, he's on the air and he's a friend of Kevin and Beans. Very nice. Yeah, interesting guy. And do you remember what movie he was in? Well, that has a Kevin and Bean connection. Very slight Kevin and Bean connection. Rock well, he, was a, he was no, in Point was, Break. Uh, La Bamba. Was, really? Uh, what's no, his name? he was not in La Bamba. No, no, I'm sorry. He played Buddy Holly. That's it. And Buddy Holly was in the plane with La Bamba with Richie Valenson. Seven degrees of Kevin and Bean is what I call it. Very, very <laughs> yeah. slim connection. I was just. If you really say. twist yourself into a pretzel, you can make it a connection. Have you been hanging out with Gary Busey again? I know. I guess I have. <laughs> Actually, the dark ever... side of my psyche is making animal balloons for children. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have you guys ever seen The Way of the Peaceful Warrior? He's in that. It's actually a really good film. A more deep existential kind of film, but it's good. He's, sounds he like is, a saying he would make up. He is actually a really good actor, and mm -hmm. or he was. And then yeah. didn't he get into like a motorcycle accident? And then that's kind of where he started going off the rails. I think he got nominated for an Oscar for uh, the Buddy Holly movie. Yeah. yeah. And then he had that motorcycle accident. Which All right. made him Wait. more palatable to the Kevin and Bean audience, though. So you <laughs> want to go on Kevin and Bean, get a head injury. That's what I think. <laughs> Uh, they announced the lineup for April Foolishness 2011 on the show. Ralph, I'm glad you're here. How did April Foolishness get started, and why haven't we been doing it all along? What a fantastic idea. I believe it was our old pal uh, Amy Stevens, who used to run promotions uh, here at the station, our flagship station, said to us uh, one year, you know, we do all these musical events with these bands and stuff and everything, and you guys know so many cool comedians who come on the show to promote their their gigs or just stop by and be funny why don't mm -hmm. we do a comedy show why don't we put together a comedy show like we do our big summer and winter concerts with all the bands in lineup and get a big lineup of very funny people and have an evening of comedy hosted by kevin and bean and we said duh winning <laughs> exactly it is the best idea and it is the best collection of talent for comedy on any stage all Anywhere in America all year long. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe how great our shows are. This is going to be the third year in a row that we present for you, Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness. We are just now, for the first time, unveiling details about this year's show, which is going to be coming up on Saturday, April 2nd, at the Gibson Amphitheater in Universal City, California. you got to go to this show, and here's why. Listen up. Hit it, Steve. You want to hear a good show? I want to bring out the next comic here. Welcome, everyone, to April Foolishness, courtesy of K-Rock. Kevin and Bean's third annual April Foolishness, Saturday, April 2nd. It's an amphitheater. Performing live on stage. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Access of Awesome. Doug Benson. Hi. Steve-O. Yeah, Jim Jeffries. Bill Bird. Hey, when people say they rescued a dog, really? Did you pull her out of a burning building? Or did you just go down to the pound and get a free dog you cheap Isn't that what you did? Ray Romano. You know, it doesn't matter if you laugh or not. I'm just happy to be out of the house right now. I'll be Patton Oswalt. My whole set's just been like, my penis, wah. Jay Moore. You don't listen to K-Rock. You and you are complete. In-house band. Cleto and the Cletones. April Foolishness. <laughs> Who'd have thought, you know, it would take these radio guys to put all these comedians together. Hey, party people. Kevin and Bean here. If you'd like to get in on the exclusive K-Rock Street team on sale Thursday at 10 a.m., do that. <laughs> God damn it. K-Rock. So there's the lineup from uh, April Foolishness number three. Any thoughts? Did anyone go to this? No, I wish. <clears throat> yeah, I never went to an April Foolishness. I think my sister went to this one. I'm going to call her and see if she has any stories from that. Nice. Right now? Jim Jeffries and Bill Burr. That's a couple of really <laughs> you call good her right now. I, I can Let's patch her right in. Now. Give I me could. the number. I, we got this. <laughs> 
Call her right now. Oh, we're already running late. The affiliates are really angry. <laughs> I'm the affiliate. I'm not angry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask her. I'm going to text her this week because as the weeks go on, they're going to have more comedians on from the show. So we'll cut that in one of these days. Okay, just a couple of random things that happened that week. Anyway, we'll keep you posted as best we can with our limited resources here today on the Kevin and Bean Show. But we do have pl plenty of other things to talk about if you want to hear about it. No, 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 no. Oh, I wouldn't hear about it. Absolutely not. I'm always looking for an excuse to get an Ed Wynn clip on the show. One thing I said I'm not donating more Charlie Sheen, so this doesn't count. It's not Charlie Sheen. It's the Gregory Brothers remix. Gregory Brothers. How good were they? Are they still around? You guys know? No, I have no <laughs> anyway, idea. Not, really not in a minute. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because I don't listen to Kevin and me now. That's the only time I heard them. They were doing a call-in topic about should men wear ponytails because Tom Brady was wearing one. A couple of quick emails. Brittany writes in, there's absolutely no situation where a ponytail is acceptable. I would never date a guy with a ponytail. They are flat out repulsive. Yes. Mark writes in, uh, re referencing the Tom Brady story that started this whole thing. You can see the pictures in the video at KevinandBean.com. It looks like he has a scrotum on the back of his head. It looks like head scrotum. <laughs> it is. It's head scrotum. Our friend Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Archive has a question for you, Alex. Oh, yes. Tom Brady with his ponytail. He's perfect for you, right? Does he have a fanny pack? That would make him have everything. That's Ooh, true. That'd no. be the perfect combination. Stockdale emailing in. I'll take any excuse to get Stockdale on the show, too. Right? He's almost as good as Ed Wynn, I say. So, okay, uh, gentlemen, did you guys ever have a ponytail? I cut Not it me. off like a year ago. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah. Did you yeah. get rid of your fanny pack too? Yeah, I did it all, and also I got rid of my slippers. So um, I was, it was like it was a changing time. You know, COVID was supposed to have ended. So you're blaming your ponytail on COVID? Boy. Yeah, that's. And that now I feel beard. sorry for COVID. <laughs> too hot for it. Uh, another little <laughs> random thing that came up. This is the puppy that wouldn't die. That's amazing. It's an unbelievable story. How do you survive being euthanized and come back to life the next day? Now, of course, millions of people all over the country want to adopt this little dog that has been named Wally because he was the last one standing. Right. And he is going to be a very popular dog and I'm sure have a very, very happy life. And we asked producer Alex to line us up, somebody from the story. And I believe we have Animal Control from Oklahoma City on the phone. Is that right? Oh, hello? Kevin and Bean Show here. Winning. Hello. Winning. <laughs> I'm sorry. No more Charlie Sheen is what I said. That wasn't Charlie Sheen. That was the dog. It was uh -huh. a funny bit, but I got Charlie Sheen fatigue, which I also saw at the Troop. This just came out of nowhere. Uh, this was the opening, I think, of the Monday show. But uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico is where it ha has happened, where a woman was kidnapped. Uh, she owed $80 to a guy. The guy found her, kidnapped her, threw her in the back of the car, and took her to an undisclosed location. 
Then he gets her out. She says, I don't have the $80. I can't get you the $80. I don't have it. I'm sorry. He does what? Like they do in the movies? He chops off her pinky. No. For $80? For 80 bucks, He chops off her little finger. Now, it doesn't uh, give me, as usual, enough detail in the article to say whether he then mailed that pinky like they do. He must have, right? (laughs) Or if they just called someone in the woman's life and said, hey, I just cut off her pinky and I'm going to cut off another finger next if I don't get my money. But apparently she was able to find someone who was who could come up with the 80 bucks and get it to the guy. And the woman was returned pinkyless. (laughs) So anyway, the guy has been uh, has been uh, caught, by the way, and is on twenty five thousand dollars bond right now. Yeah. But uh, crazy, crazy stuff going on. I would think, you know, for 80 bucks, just the tip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beer mug, I so am going to need that piece of tape. Done. I so am going to need that piece of tape. Done. So that's where that came from. They used that clip for years and years. Wow. <clears throat> 80 bucks fact, for a pinky? <laughs> I know. I, that, that story creeped me out. That was a bean special because it was the first story, you know, after they do the montage. He would always do something creepy or something gross or about death. So this one was about a woman who got kidnapped for 80 bucks. But anyway, at least he turned it to gold. This was from the Friday opening. And now. I would think, you know, for 80 bucks, just the tip. Our feature presentation. I couldn't stop thinking all day long, Lisa, about you saying that yesterday. And I think I'm going to take you up on the offer. (laughs) I I mean, I think I'm going to give you the 80 bucks. I think it's going to be worth it. (laughs) Just the tip. Just a tip, right, right? Exactly. All right, party people, welcome in. Uh, Beer Mug got us off to a rousing yep. start. Sorry. Well, let's it, just it, clear this up now. At the end of the show, Beer Mug, we played that song. Yeah, again. yeah. That's what happens. Okay, good. Now right. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Good. Okay, so being as magical clips, turning that into uh, a long time running gag. Uh, celebrity birthday, Emmanuel Lewis. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Webster. Right. Well, what do we have here? Looks like the biggest ripoff since Webster. That's one of Edwin's orphan clips. That's Gary Coleman talking about Webster. Oh, that was such a good clip, and Bean never played it. But anyway, the connection to Kevin and Bean with uh, Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis, who was little Webster on the TV show of the same name. He's 40. And the final question for Emmanuel Lewis Do birds ever pick you up and carry you off to their nests? (laughs) Uh, No, but that would be interesting. (laughs) Uh, Little Emmanuel Lewis. Okay, so that's the week that was 2011. Back to you, Steve. Little Emmanuel Lewis. Nailed it. Ow! 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 <laughs> you get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Part of the reason that I'm riding high here today yeah. is, is uh, Donna put in pigtails. I got pigtails in right now for the video because, as you know, pigtails right. are a party for your head. What private parts? That could have been a nipple. Well, a nipple to me I, is a lot better than uh, a ding dong. Right. Right. We're, we're talking about chocolate sauce on his dick. Okay. All right. Welcome to the podcast roundup. Janky Town uh, episode 77 went a little like this. To answer your question, Dave, no, I did not tell him about Janky Town. I did not say anything, but it look, it could happen still, you know. So I hope that when we go see him next week, you're wearing a Junky Town shirt, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, dude, what's that?" And they'll be like, "Oh, hey, Steve, this is my podcast." Ah. So if you uh, caught that technical problem, Dave turned off his microphone with the little switch on it and forgot to turn it back on. 
And so they did a whole segment and probably more where he didn't have his mic on and it was just heard through uh, Beer Mug's mic. But they did address it at the end and are planning to fix it by taking these steps. Well, uh, episode 77, Dave, uh, do I smoke more or less? <laughs> I think you smoke more and I join you because, yeah. uh, woo! So uh, those technical problems are never going to happen again. See that <laughs> all taken care of. Uh, listener Drew then calls from jail. Call will be recorded and monitored. I have a collect call from... It's fucking Drew, guys. An inmate at a San Bernardino County detention facility. Drew! Why is he calling us from jail? Is that Jankster Drew? Yes! Well, it wasn't jank- non-Jankster Drew. If, like, so obviously he didn't get through to us because it's the voicemail, voicemail yeah. but... So once you make a call, like that's it? You can't do another one? No, you get, well, let me see. As someone who's been in jail, that's not true. Because I've been to a San Bernardino jail, and there was a, a phone in the cell, but there was no change. How do we make calls? I think it was, oh, it was collect calls. Yeah, that's right. Because, duh, collect calls. Amazing. But, man, don't call us. Call your parents or, or we gotta friend. Find out. We got to find out what happened to them now. Yeah. But wow. 855, Janky 69, that's the Amazing. jank line. They, they talk about him being in jail as if it's real, and then uh, just give out the number really fast. <laughs> Amazing. So, Drew, tell us about your time in the clink. Oh, it, it was great. I, I met a guy named Clarence, and we got married, and I learned how to make <laughs> prison pizza. Uh, yeah, it, it, prison I, pizza. It, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, I didn't think that. we had listener Drew on. I thought this was listener <laughs> Stu, Christopher. No, that, no, that's a different guy. He was on earlier. That's a different guy. That's a different yeah. guy. That's <laughs> just here in the booth. They called in. Drew is on the podcast still. Oh. Lindsay, keep up. Come on. <laughs> Drew, when I heard that, I'm like, you could really, you could make that sound like a prison call. Just get that clip where it says an inmate's caller. I'm like, I'm going to do that. And then... Isn't that what happened? You you faked him out. It's fake. It yeah, that's fake? It, it's it's a fake. I found I found the audio on the internet for what happens when you call and someone can't accept it and splice it in. I thought that San Bernardino would have thrown them off because you know they know I don't live in the state. But no, I got text literally the next day from people related to the show asking if I was really in jail, and then I faked out even more people when they aired it. So nice. Sandy Thank no, you. Sandy no. Thank you very much. Uh, are you going to call the cup of tea in a chat line with a British accent? Say no. the constable's got me. Blimey, no, the constable's but I, got I me. I do have something planned for them that should be pretty good. So it's it's going to be on brand. Nice. <laughs> All right. Ralph started his Thursday show this way. And now, a moment with Ralph. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to the Ralph Report. A happy I'm scatting. Oh, you, scatting you don't understand. Oh, that's how you start a show, Graham? You don't understand. It's a podcast, first of all. <laughs> I'm, and I do some jazz scatting. I didn't know that. I didn't know Thursdays. we were mixing it up. It's, it's Jazz Scat Thursday. Did he say podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Nice. He, he uh, Yeah, that was also another misspeak that he had earlier in the week. They also discussed the Obi-Wan trailer. This was basically Eddie's review. And yesterday, they dropped the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi, oh, the new oh, Disney oh, Plus series. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> came in my you pants. Right? I, I just thought about it and came in my pants. Mm. 
So I think Edwin's excited about it, or Eddie's excited about it. Hey, don't put me in there. (laughs) I liked it, but I wasn't as excited as Eddie. You sure? Is it a movie or a TV show? TV show. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're going to go back and rewrite some of the original trilogy, and I might be one of those people that screams at the internet because I don't really know how this show is going to work. But anyhow. Some, Some retcon, right? Yeah. Well, I'll scream with you. I get mad when they do that stuff, too. On Friday, they did the movie vault. They did women in film. You know, they picked esteemed movies made by women, written, directed, featuring women. So Eddie picked Red Sonia. It's a tribute to women in movies. Right. And this is what you came Dude, up with. Dude, when I was a child and this movie came out, this was the first time I'd ever seen a woman in this type of role. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. All right. Tell the folks what you want them to watch I this weekend. I picked the 1985 epic sword and sorcery film, Red Sonja. Dear God. Starring Brigitte Nielsen. It sure does. And Arnold Schwarzenegger in a supporting role. Yes, he is. You want to talk about Red Sonja? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story. It's a, it's a long <laughs> winding story yeah. so i don't want to give anything away no i don't, don't want to give spoil spoilers it. away no but i'm just saying when i first saw this movie as a child full staff erection That's for red sonia more than i needed to know she was a badass woman and maybe maybe this might be the genesis of where i fell in love with strong women so uh women you have an ally in eddie he <laughs> definitely gets the, the trials and tribulations and i don't know <laughs> Way too much about what's going on in Eddie's pants this week for my taste. (laughs) Eddie Uh, really loves women. He really loves women. He does. (laughs) Full staff erection for women. Yes, that's that's exactly what we need in the community. He keep calling me crime, bitch. Dance how you kill this. I misunderstood the assignment. I misunderstood the assignment. I misunderstood the assignment. A lot of big talk this week in the podcast has been the Juro Spiders coming from Japan, which Lindsay will probably talk about someday because they're, I believe they're in Atlanta. Yeah. Basically, there's these large parachuting spiders that are going to take over the eastern coast and everybody's scared of them, but they're not really venomous or deadly or anything. This brought up Kevin's fear of spiders on the Kevin and Sluggo show. Uh, I'm afraid of spiders. He didn't used to be. I didn't used to be afraid of spiders. Used I was to mock folk that were afraid of spiders. Yeah, because what's the harm that can be done? Yeah, you just squish them with your foot. No so I, problem. I would make fun of them, mm-hmm. and I would say they don't need to be feared. Mm-hmm. And then I got bit by a brown recluse. I was hiding under your pillow. And it was uh, about six months of changing a bandage every day and getting a skin graft eventually. And you still have a scar, oddly, in the shape I, of a swastika on the back of your neck. It's not it's weird how it turned swastika. out like that. It is not. But it is a scar I'll have for the rest of my life. Yeah. And Oof. I have a very healthy uh, fear of spiders now because all of my horrible dreams involve spiders. So do you guys remember this when he got bit by a spider? Yeah. 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 He, he was melting at the neck. Well, wasn't he supposed to go to Las Vegas or something like that? And he went to the doctor and then he ended up, I want to say he stayed home because it was, it was like burning on the back of his neck, something to that effect. And then I think that, then he went back to the doctor again later when it wasn't like an emergency. And then they were able to kind of identify what it was. Listener Steve left us a message about this and he wants a song, I guess. Hey guys, it's your caller, Steve. And I was just listening to Kevin and Sluggo talking about these giant spiders and it just made me think of uh a song i don't like spiders and snakes but that ain't what it takes to love you (laughs) don't know if you guys had that song in your head too but uh 
Keep up the work, you guys. Love the show. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's talking about. Edwin, do you have any idea? Oh, yeah, I know that song. I can't remember okay. who sang it, but I know the chorus. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's all I got. Sorry. <laughs> what he called, I had no idea, but apparently it is a song by, what's his name? Jim Stafford. She's there. That's the cover, though. That's not the original. That's not? Oh, that's all I could find. So. Catchy. Yeah. I'll take it. Speaking of happy hits for spiders, Edwin called the Ralph Report and had this dedication. Edwin is calling in, dedicating today's happy hit to the Joro Spiders. Hi, Ralph. Edwin from La Mirada here. Just heard the story about the parachuting spiders. Yeah, it does sound creepy, but I'm not worried. Because I'm sure by the time they get here, the killer bees will take care of them for yeah, us. Yeah, we're the murder hornets. Oh. oh, by the way, now that you mentioned the parachuting spiders and how they fly like the wind, mm-hmm. uh, for your happy hit, let's do some Christopher Cross action. Oh. I got a ride like the wind. Dedicated to the parachuting spiders. Love you, Mina Pine. I know it's cold around the world right now. It's wintertime, but it's never too cold for some yacht rock. <laughs> how about a little Christopher Cross? And Michael McDonald, of course, from Doobie Brothers fame. Ride like the wind! So that set off a whole week of chatting about Yacht Rock. And what exactly is Yacht Rock? So let's play this Lindsay No. Does Lindsay No? Does Lindsay No? All his Does Lindsay know what Yacht Rock is? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Drew, does Lindsay know? What I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes, because it was featured in Step Brothers, so I think she would know. Lindsay, do you know what Yacht Rock is? So you've kind of given me the answer, because I know it's a genre of music, and I know that the, the song that you just played is probably part of that genre of music. But yes, I have heard of the genre Yacht Rock, but I probably wouldn't be able to name a song or a band that falls under it. Ooh, ooh, I can name one. Little River Band. They have tons of, they have like three or four yes. songs. Would you say like Kansas maybe as well? Here's my take on it, and I'm not very clear. It kind of that 70s, 80s, not quite Van Halen rock music or Scorpions, but not, but not quite pop music either, right? Kind of somewhere it's in the middle, but kind of rock bands. Basically adult contemporary soft rock. Ralph mentioned what it was. Do you have that, Christopher? No. No. (laughs) Well, the originator was Christopher Cross. He did a song called Sailing. So it's kind of like you're sailing, you're on a yacht, it's soft rock. That's the genesis of it. Okay, I got one. So why is it called Yacht Rock? It's a name coined in 2005 by the makers of the online video series Yacht Rock was derived from its association with popular Southern California leisure activity of sailing. Breaking news. Watch. Hold this. Watch. Hit. Sorry, I didn't get the news. But it's not far down to paradise. At least it's not for me. If the wind is right, you can sail away. But would that be considered rock? Or is that more pop? I guess that's in the genre. That's some well, soft music. Adult contemporary. Is that what you called it, Christopher? I'm sorry. I was napping. What was that? Why? Some people tune out. 
we have to start doing things that just make us look like we've got our act together here because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. Okay, and then Luke left us a message. Hey, quitters never give up. It's listener Luke. Uh, I, I listen to the show every time you put it out, and I really like it, so I just want to leave a message and say so. And then I also wanted to ask, since I'm a music guy and I run a music podcast, Ralph's happy hits, like, I get it, it's fun, it fills content, but the people that are requesting those, do they actually wait until Ralph plays it, or do they just go listen to the song that they requested two seconds later on Spotify? Anyway, Inquiring Minds want to know. Love the show, guys. Uh, here's some drops, because I got them. Murder. And the final one for Lindsay. Did Angelina Jolie ask about Kevin? Keep up the work. Or I'm mixing metaphors. You guys are doing great. So Luke from the Gilded Playlist. So since Edwin had a happy hit on, is that true? Do you just sit around and wait? Or did you play some, did you rock out to Christopher Cross right as soon as you called in? Uh, no, that would be cheating. I had to wait till Ralph played it. And if he didn't play it, I couldn't hear it. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I know he is right. There's no purpose to requests these days. You can listen to anything in one second. Well, I think what's cool is that Eddie's, uh, when he called in to request it, it had a relation to a story that they covered with the spiders. But other people just call in for just some rando song. So I kind of agree with Luke. All right. So going back to the Juro spiders, Bean is still team spider. Is that I'm pro spider. I'm team spider. I love spiders. We've talked about this on the old radio show. We've talked about it on this podcast. If I see a spider, A, I think he's cute. B, I usually name him. C, I pick him up and put him outside, right, where there's more food. And then Kevin got bit in the neck by a spider that damn near killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a very I mean, it was serious just... spider bite. I did feel kind of bad about that. Kind of? I did. Kevin was getting chunks of his body taken out. <laughs> Multiple times because it just kept eating away. I know, but I still was a little bit team spider. I'm just saying, I oh. I just be, be careful. Kevin, I'm sorry. He's already turned this yes, off. Yes, he has. How do you feel about spiders, Christopher? I don't care. Eddie? I'll, I'll, I like spiders. I'm like Bean. I'll smash them because my wife doesn't like them. Well, right, my let's... sister was a scaredy cat about spiders. So this is the one that got me into Kevin and Bean. So when she worked with me, I once walked through this big web. So huge spiders like running around my face. And my sister is freaking out. I'm like, don't worry about it. And I just flicked them off. So I'm with <laughs> Bean. I'm team spider. Hi, Drew, what about spiders you? Spiders on your face? I don't mind them, but I don't want them on me. I mean, that, right. that's about I it. I didn't like it, but. Yeah, well, you know, living in the forest, you go hike in the forest, you get the no see spider webs all the time. Lindsay, what about you? Uh, I mean, I don't really care that much, but I do know like in Australia, they have like actual death spiders. And so most Australians are just completely terrified of spiders. Well, I live there. They weren't that bad either, but they are huge. I, I can say like they are the size of my hand. Like they're not tiny. Oh, that freaks me out. This has been spider talk. <laughs> Let's move on. And there's this whole alley dog saga that I'm just not going to play because it's kind of sad. But to cheer Ali up, being called a kid's pep talk line. Hi, welcome to pep talk. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. If you need a word of encouragement and life advice, press two. Okay. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press three. A pep talk. Alley. If you need to hear a kid laughing with oh. delight, press four. Oh, if you would like mean. to make a donation, you know, you know how much I hate the sound <laughs> of happy children. Please don't. Please don't press no. four. Finish, press five. Do you want a pep talk, or do you need encouragement and life advice? Or <laughs> give me. 
four. No, I'm not giving you four. Yes. sound of children laughing no i don't <laughs> did um, you get the clip i gave you no oh did you, did you play yeah, a clip 2011 yeah even back then bean didn't like the laughter of children <laughs> yeah he he's never liked it but you want um, me to play it i got it here yeah play yeah. It. this next one has really been making the rounds the last week i i don't care for it because to me there's no worse sound on earth than babies laughing i i hate it so what? much so bean hasn't changed I kind of thought this kid's pep talk line was going to work a little different. I thought they were going to do something like this. Hi, welcome to pep talk. That's bullshit. Hi, welcome to pep talk. I want to see some naked dudes. It's why I built this pool. Hi, welcome to pep talk. Today, I ate some hot Cheetos in the morning, and I got some of my hands, and then I was licking it, so it got away, so I wiped them on my pants. When I eat hot Cheetos, I get crazy. I just love hot Cheetos. I love you so much. You might have the runs. Your booty might be burnt. <laughs> I think we should start that line. Just, yes. <laughs> yes. Being, All the hot Cheetos kids. kids. That, yeah. Those are the only yeah. kids I like. Or, or we could do this one. Hi, welcome to Pep Talk. Murder that button. Murder button. <laughs> I remember Kevin's rage over that song. That was awesome. Murder. <laughs> well, that's the podcast roundup. Yay. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Thanks for listening to episode 55, 56 of Quitters Never Give Up. Everything in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. Feel free to reach out, email us, or leave a message on anchor.fm. Quitters Never Give Up. Email address is also quitters never give up at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Yay. Bye. 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 By the so, way, uh, I left a great joke about Allie's dog. I said, well, sorry, Allie, I guess you can just say doggone it. Come on, that's a good joke. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Dad joke central. Let's hope for Monday. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Where's my boomer sound effect? Oh, here Where's Eddie? Yeah, there it is. That's a strong joke. <laughs> Uh, when did Bean get all sensitive? He didn't want to hurt Ali's feelings. Oh. <laughs>